You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Woo! <laughs> it's just me. And uh, uh, no chase. Nope. Um, something sounds funny. Something sounds funny. Can yeah. you hear anything? Oh, I can. I can hear myself now. I I couldn't hear myself very well before. I like to hear myself talk. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so Chase is not here. He's at the shop, right? Do you want to know why he's at the shop? Yes, I do. And uh, this is this goes this goes out to everyone listening to the podcast. You should know this too. We bought a lot of skis. Mm. Uh, they have bindings on them, and we have bought a lot of snowboards. Their uh, their their clearance. It's just like demo skis, rental skis that they're clearance. And so he's prepping them to sell. Oh. Uh, so we have a bunch of them. They're as cheap as fifty bucks. Beat the ski swap. Beat the ski swap. Um, Come down to Gear 30 if you're local. I think we'll have them online, but I'm not sure. Like, I don't know if we're taking pictures of each one or something like that. But come into the shop if you're local. Come into the shop. We have um, these are perfect for first-time skiers. If you're a family and you're looking for stuff for your kids, um, if you're like me and have snowboarded forever, but you're looking to get back into skiing, like for a hundred bucks, jump into some skis. Sweet. Like. I mean, and and they'll be as expensive as I think two two fifty for for a set as cheap as fifty bucks. Um, and we have a boatload we need to prep and and get ready to sell. So we have a crap ton of snowboards. The snowboards don't have bindings, but we have stuff from Burton um, and K two. Uh, I didn't really look at the snowboards a lot. The skis are all over the place as far as. Uh, so how do you say the one brand that's like, it looks like it's Castle with a K, but it's Castile or something? Yeah, Kessley. Kes, Kes, so uh, Jay said, yeah, that's like a $1,400 ski brand new. He said they're popular back east. They're not necessarily a powder ski, so they're not as popular here, but like nice, like good stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and head and there's some uh, Solomon QSTs that are, they look brand new. Huh. So um, for freaking cheap come cool. come grab some skis if you're in the market for uh like if you're a person that likes to go to the ski swap come to gear 31st uh, as early as friday uh october should we just call it the mandalorian day come on mandalorian day <laughs> i'm a nerd and uh and pick up some skis or a snowboard yeah nice. anyway that's why chase isn't with us today yeah so okay and we had we took time off Part of that's my fault. We did. Um, I, I'll tell you what. I think it's I, all my fault, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, I I enjoy doing this podcast. 
but so, sometimes it's nice to take a couple <laughs> day, couple weeks off. Well, it is every day, so it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work. Um, uh, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, you guys had uh, you guys had the Rona in your family. Well, first we we did our second trip of the fall to Yellowstone. Oh, that's right. So a winter trip to Yellowstone, and we so we were out. Um, and before we left Yellowstone, my wife spent, our kids were at my sister-in-law's house and my sister-in-law had, had the Rona, full on Rona. And my wife and my sister, my sister-in-law are twins and they do everything together. So it's one of these situations where I don't know if you have this cause you live in the Valley. It's probably easier if you're over on this side where you have a family member or best friend where, where, where they do everything together. So like pick up kids from school, shopping, you know, it's just, they do everything. And you're, it's such an intertwined life where without a pandemic, it seems very natural and not a big deal. But right. when it's a pandemic and it, so my wife was like, okay, do I not help out or right. do I get the Rona? And it was like, screw it. She's just like, I'm not, I'm not, I'll help her pick up her kids from school and do all the things, go to the store, do all the things. They spent a couple of days together all day and I asked her about it because cause you're, you're a little nervous. You know, it's like, were you with your sister all day? Yeah. Don't suppose you were wearing masks in the car. Like, no, no I wasn't. Right. No. I'm like, okay, well, so then it's just a matter of time. Like, yep, just a matter of time. Well, then we went to Yellowstone because we had, um, it's just our family and we had our own condo and we, you don't see, you know, the we stayed away from places where there's people you know and yeah and and we used buffs because the buffs are twofold in yellowstone when it's freaking cold they they use them for, for what they're supposed to be used for right and you cover your face and it keeps you warm and oh by the way it helps you from spreading your the virus around should should your but um it was late in the middle of october there's not very many people there and it's very easy to social distance and nothing's open really so there's no there's no restaurants or anything there's like nothing open. it's all go look at nature stuff so it was cool we did see grizzly bear oh nice and a cub which was fun that's we went out the east east and the road that goes out the east gate we didn't go out the east gate but so you go over fishing bridge oh yeah yeah yeah. yep you got to swing and fishing bridge is under construction so you got to go through the construction and it was a cold nasty windy day and yellowstone lake had waves that you could surf it was really insane and so we were in awe i have video of it we were in awe looking at you could drive basically drive on the beach on that one side over there and i was like this is so cool and then we drove up a little bit further and you know it's slow in the park when there was probably seven cars and it's a grizzly Hmm. You know, and you could, what was cool is there was a pullout that goes to an overlook and you just drive up the overlook and then you could look down. So you're not very far away, but you are extraordinarily safe and you can look down and watch the grizzly and, and you didn't want to roll the windows down. It was that cold. Like you didn't even want to roll the windows down. The people who had cameras were so bundled. It was crazy. <laughs> so you'd roll the window down, um, you know, get a picture with your camera or something then roll the window back up. But you could see him with the naked eye. It just wasn't easy. Yeah. Um, if you had binocs, it was pretty, they were big, but that was cool. Um, saw wolves from a distance with the scopes, of course, but they were like the whole pack and they were playing there. It's so funny how much they just look like your dog. Right. Playing with other dogs at the dog park, having a good old time, but they're vicious killers. And <laughs> yeah. So there's that. All the elk, elk were up, saw some rated, rated X adult elk <laughs> stuff going on. 
Yeah, you know, stuff you're not supposed to see. Hey, children, <laughs> nature. You're watching nature right before your eyes, apparently. Uh, so that was fun. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. But not a ton of animals. I mean, if you go in to see animals, go in the spring. Yeah. It's just good to get out. So we did that, came back, and it was a full seven to ten day uh, gestation. I don't know. What do you call that? Where the virus is taking hold. And finally, my incubation, incubation, my wife finally got sick um, and she had a full, full flu, not full flu, but a full head cold with a fever and a day in bed of just like this sucks. You know, I, on the other hand, tried to do a three mile run around my block and I just felt like, man, I don't, I, I couldn't run. Like my legs were tired really fast and Uh i thought oh that's not good i'll just walk you know so i walked and then i got home and i'm like yeah that's not i I just hiked six i did ben loman like two a week and a half two weeks ago and then three miles around the terrace is killing me something's not right you know so i loaded up on the covid cocktail which i can tell you tell you about day two which was like a tuesday I tried to do the three mile loop again because I woke up feeling fantastic. I'm like, oh, COVID cocktail is working like a champ. But about a mile in, I thought this is a really bad idea. Like I have zero energy. Huh. I ended up finishing the three miles, but I thought the whole other two miles was this is a really long <laughs> two miles. You know, I got home and I showered and then I th- and I almost couldn't form sentences like I was completely wiped out i'm like i gotta lay down and i lay down on the couch and just slept for like an hour or two and that's when i'm like yeah i definitely have i'm fighting something off but i had zero fever zero cough zero body aches really i was trying to exercise and just had no energy um the next day i decided i probably shouldn't try and walk three miles because i just had two bad days in a row uh and rested all day uh felt a little bit better Still really tired though. And then Thursday was pretty, pretty symptomless. Friday was my test. Friday morning was my test and I tested negative. Yeah. So I think I, it just, I COVID cocktailed the heck out of that thing. And I don't think it was ever able to set up in my body where my wife, um, doesn't necessarily believe in vitamins. She believes in (laughs) diet Coke, you know, (laughs) leave me alone and bring me a diet Coke. Yeah. You got it, babe. <laughs> I'm all, I can handle this job. I went to this. I went to the store. I got her some uh, uh, chicken noodle soup, and so I bought her. I, got, I brought her chicken noodle soup and some and some diet coke, and she was happy. Right, that's all you got to do. Yeah, nice. So the COVID cocktail. So what I did was I'm like, okay, I don't. I should probably. I knew. I heard over the summer and in the months leading up that vitamin D was a thing. So I've been taking vitamin D all summer as supplement. I bought. I buy fish oil and it has a 600 IU vitamin D in the fish oil. So I take that once a day. That's a great baseline. If you're not doing that now, take that now. It's great to take during the pandemic. Uh, And we're finding that more and more how much vitamin D plays a role in this particular virus. For those who get really sick, they're lacking vitamin D. And I eat eggs almost every day. And eggs are a great source of vitamin D as well. If you like salmon, eat salmon. What else is almonds, I think. So yeah, take vitamin D, take a supplement. I looked up, okay, what did they, what did they feed the president when the president got COVID? 
Well, they obviously got an antiviral that none of us have access to from Regener- Regeneron or something like that, or whatever the name of that company is. They gave him um, uh, steroid, okay, and they gave him supplemental oxygen. All right. But then they gave him over-the-counter stuff, a whole bunch of over-the-counter stuff, and they list it all. It's, it's public. You can see what they gave him. Um, vitamin C, um, a low-dose aspirin, uh, Pepsid, and I asked my friend about Pepsid, and he's like, "Oh yeah, most most uh, there's this thing, there's a drug in Pepsid that does something to viruses that that um, viruses it inhibits their ability to reproduce as fast huh. or something." And he said, "Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of first aid people have Pepsid in their first aid for this reason." Blah blah. blah. I'm like, "Okay, so so vitamin C, low dose aspirin, Pepsid, zinc, mm-hmm. is a big deal, right?" Um, and that might have been it. And then I and I have vitamin D that I take. And then also I drink four liters of water a day, which is a lot of damn water. <laughs> I peed so much. Yeah. But um, there was a myth early on from some Japanese thing where it's like, oh, if you drink water every 15 minutes, you won't get the virus. Water doesn't, you can't, you, you have the virus. It doesn't stop you from getting right. the virus. What it does is it helps make sure that your immune system is running at full capacity. Right. Yeah. And that you're peeing stuff out like you're supposed to. Like it, if you are, and this is anytime, if you are dehydrated, uh, bad things can happen in your body. Bacteria can set up, um, viruses can multiply, like bad things can happen in your body because you're not flushing it out. You're not sweating or you're not. So always be hydrated. I was overly hydrated, um, peeing a lot, <laughs> but I, but I could do it. Like I felt like my body wanted it. Cause as soon as I started getting better, it felt like I, I was having a harder time drinking, drinking four liters of water a yeah. day. It was just like, Nope, you don't need it. Don't worry about it. So weird. I did that and, and it didn't settle in. Now it could have been, we don't know. I don't know what my body was exposed to previously. Cause also if you've had a coronavirus like a cold right within the last year you could have t-cells that are activated and remember like oh this is a coronavirus i know what to do i was really sick in december and really sick over new year's and so maybe maybe that was a coronavirus maybe it kicked in i went to the doctor and they said yeah you got a virus that's all i know because they're not going to test right people like me so that could have happened um i was taking vitamin d into the COVID cocktail so that that could have happened i also have o blood and maybe, and we've heard O blood helps for whatever reason is doesn't attack as much. I don't know which of those three mattered, but I freaking tested negative and I literally had sex with COVID <laughs> twice. My wife reminds me twice, Brandon, twice. I know, I know nice. like in the midst of it. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's good to hear. You guys yeah. have a healthy, healthy relationship. Healthy relationship. It's like, well, not when she's fevering and gross sick, but, but as soon as you start feeling a little better, you know, it's like, okay, like, all right. Well, but we didn't, I didn't mask in my house. We, I didn't sleep in another room. I didn't cordon off my wife who right. was, had bad symptoms. No, I slept in the same bed. Okay. And I knew like those days when I'm like, oh, I don't feel, I don't feel like I got it. Like I don't, I, something is obviously not right. But one of those evenings, there was a tree in my backyard. We have cement being laid. We have all kinds of stuff going on at my house. I had to cut down a tree. So I'm out there with a chainsaw the one night. And I'm like, uh, I just got to take it easy. And then the second night, I was shoveling garbage into those giant bins, you know. I'm like, so 
I was active. I had to do, there was stuff that needed to be done, but some people have no symptoms. I wouldn't say I had no symptoms. I definitely felt completely depleted as far as energy goes, but then I freaking tested negative with like two days later. So I think it just wasn't able to set up shop in the body. You know, back in February or March, I remember texting you guys and I was like, I think I might have this, uh, coronavirus stuff um because i had very similar symptoms i was really tired my wife was really tired we got uh, this all happened at the same time and it was abnormal for us we both had headaches Mm -hmm. we both were really tired um got winded easily and um just kind of felt funny i didn't feel horrible but i also had it was weird it felt like my heart would suddenly start racing Mm. which was which was odd and i thought well that's not really the symptom but then i was looking online and i found out that in china they were some of the covid positive people in china had certain symptoms that aligned up with mine they weren't the more common symptoms but some of the heart issues um were something that that happened in china and so i was thinking huh maybe i have it but i never went in and got checked I was never that sick. I was just tired, um, just kind of had funky stuff. But that was also during the time when everybody was like, well, there weren't tests super and hyper- stuff either, right? Right. Then, so you couldn't have done it. There were, but everybody was like hyper worried about about it, and I wasn't worried. I mean, but we had just had the lockdown and all this other stuff, and I was thinking, ah, uh, and we still didn't know exactly how dangerous it was. At the time, everybody still thought the mortality rate was 6% or higher, mm. and now we know it's 0.1% mm-hmm. or lower. Um, and so, anyway, at the time, I thought, nah, I don't know if I do, but I should probably just stay away from people for a little while. And so I did for a few days, and then, like, I don't know, maybe lasted three or four days, feeling just kind of tired, a bit of a headache, and then... Both me and my wife, we started feeling better about the same time. And, you know, if it was the coronavirus, it was like the mildest cold, yeah, maybe. when And it lacked a lot of the cold symptoms. Uh, but it was like the mildest cold I've ever had. But I, I could tell my body was definitely fighting something. The reason... I think that happens a few times a year for me. Like, yeah. I'm all, I get pick up weird stuff all the time. Right. <laughs> and, it, and it could have been yeah. just something random. But the reason why I thought maybe this is the Rona is because there were a bunch of people that live near me that I go to church with um, that were all... Uh, we weren't going to church at the time, but um, they got sick right around that same time, all within about a week or so. Mm. And we'd been around each other and stuff. And a few of them had gotten tested and tested positive and they were older people. Well, that would be great if you already had it. And I hope so. The thing that sucks is that you don't know. Yeah. Because here's what's weird. When you pop out the other side, for those of you who've had it and you know, you're like, I went to uh, fist bump somebody the other day and it's, you have no idea how ingrained it is now into your subconscious about every single thing that you do for the last seven months has been like, make sure I don't get the virus, make sure I don't get the virus, make sure I don't get the virus. And I fist bumped this guy and, and I'm thinking, oh, like, I'm not supposed to do, uh, it's, what am I worried doesn't, about? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm like, well, this is weird. Yeah. Like I got, I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't have anything to worry about. Like as far as that goes anymore for, for what we know, at least six, seven more months. I mean, yeah. 
we don't know how long that lasts, but yeah. So, yeah. well, I, you know, my uh, a couple weeks ago when I was talking to you about should we podcast or not, and you're like, well, my wife has it, I feel fine, but I don't know. And I was saying like, let's just let's. <laughs> you're I, like, I, let I me just, be exposed. Let me get it. Yeah, yeah, let me get it. Yeah. I I want to get it out of the way. Um, and then I talked to my wife and my wife's like, well, I don't care. <laughs> Stop except, being irresponsible, well, Greg. <laughs> she said, I don't care. I wouldn't mind just getting it and being done with it, except I don't really want the kids to have to be quarantined from school for the next two weeks. Well, or and our kids like have that. been, have been, uh, it's like a month too. And so, yeah, the kids, but the kids were originally at the mother or sister-in-law's and then now they're at our house. And so, man, if they were going to get anything... Yeah. They've had two chances to get it. Yeah. Um, and they now the ages for those who are curious are ten and ten and six and they've they have not even had a, a low grade fever ever. Like right. they, both of them are were fine. Uh, again, I feed them eggs almost every day. Just, <laughs> no supplements though. I don't give them any supplements. Yeah. Um, but they're they turned out great. So it, it really doesn't I don't know why kids are this is such a weird virus, man. Yeah. But the more we have hacked it and learn about it like like stuff that can help i really wish my wife would she took supplements like i gave them to her i think once or maybe twice when she was feeling bad and uh i'm like here you're supposed to take all this stuff and she was like this is dumb it's not going to do anything you know (laughs) but had she done it the whole time it would have been curious to see if it would have helped a little bit yeah well, one of our <clears throat> one of our business partners uh, runs a hospital here in town. He's the CEO yeah. of a hospital, and so he happens to be my father-in-law. Um, I talk with him on a pretty regular basis and just kind of get an update what's going on at the hospital and stuff. And you know, he's never he's not one to get real concerned about this stuff anyway. He's, I don't. He's pretty, he doesn't get concerned about anything. No, he's just like pretty ever. chill. Yeah, all the time about everything, no yeah. matter what's going on. It's crazy. Wait, the world just blew up. Uh, that's yeah. good. He's like, Are we still going mountain biking this weekend? <laughs> right. like, he is so level. It's wild. Right. But um, but I talked to him about it, and he said, yeah, we've got you know we've got uh, five or six COVID cases in the in the hospital right now. Three, two of them are in the ICU or something on ventilators. The other four are in the hospital. Uh, he's like, but they're they're doing fine. Everything's everything's fine. It's not not particularly abnormal for even like the flu season or whatever to get some people who are immunocompromised in the hospital staying in the hospital because the flu is really bad or really nasty cold or something like that so um but you know he he keeps me updated and he says you know early on we didn't know much about this now we do and it's just we're finding it's you know it's it's a real virus it's a real thing but it's not something that we need to be freaking out about because it just it mortality rates aren't nearly as high as we thought they were it does kill people it does kill people and and we do need to be careful we do need to be careful particularly with older um older generations and stuff but um probably don't need to be losing our minds over it what they what i what i have what we've confirmed which is we got it the way most people get it is kind of within house within households household to household and um my sister-in-law got it in a in a workspace where they she works at a vet she's a vet tech and they're very like you can't if you're a customer you can't take me, your dog in there drives me crazy yeah you gotta like you can't even go inside yeah, you like sit, it's very you sit outside you sit outside yeah like it's a it's they've cut it up but 
an employee had it, didn't know she had it, came to work a couple days and then didn't feel good. And then went and got tested. She was positive. So everybody else got tested. It had already spread and it's a tight, it's a, it's a small building. It's a small space. They right. work, they work very close to each other. Right. Um, and so your, when you work close tight knit quarters, like those meat packing plants and stuff, it spreads like crazy in those places, yeah. uh, in your house, in your house, it spreads like crazy in people's homes. I don't think where it spread, where it doesn't necessarily spread like crazy. It can, but where it doesn't necessarily spread crazy is, um, you know, outdoors and right. Uh, <clears throat> so, so th- those people who I see with masks on, on the trails, that's, that's extra precaution. I, Cause it's not, it just isn't really spreading like that. Right. So, right. They say that if you do to spread it outdoors, it's extraordinarily difficult and you really would need to be in close proximity to someone for a while to, I mean, because the chances are so minimal I guess if you walked past somebody and you just, they coughed or well, they it, breathed out real hard, right? Like if if the stars aligned, you could possibly get it. But they're saying the, the chances of getting it outdoors, it's like, it's pretty much zero unless you are in close proximity to someone that has it for a longer period of time. If you stop on the trail and talk to somebody who's got it and you're talking to each other for like 10, 15 minutes. And you're close talkers. And you're close talkers, then there's possibility. Right. So, but, but I, I don't think there's much to worry about. And finally, thank God we know this stuff. Cause guess what season it is ski season. Yeah. And now we can get out we shut all the resorts down. Cause we didn't know what was going on. And now that we know it's like, okay. So the only things we could r- really be too concerned about are th- places like the gondola. Yeah. Sitting in a gondola with yeah. six but other people that chair lift with n- maybe one other person who you don't know, just look the other direction, put your little, thing up your mask up whatever yeah you should be good yeah i'm really excited about ski season by the way me too which is what we'll talk about on our next episode um yeah this was just a recap of what we've been up to yeah sorry yeah, sorry we sorry we disappeared for a few weeks but uh you know sometimes things just happen and you Life. gotta gotta get away um yeah so on the next episode we'll uh we'll dive into skiing and ski season so Uh, Thanks for joining us for this podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Also, check out gear30.com for uh, deals on the latest outdoor gear, uh, as well as, hopefully, as well as a lot of great used skis that we just got in that we're going to be selling for pretty cheap. Yep. So, so keep watching gear30.com. That's G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com for information on that uh you can also like us on facebook and and likely see posts and stuff that we do about uh sales and and uh promotions that we have for for those skis and other things um so like us on facebook uh follow us on instagram at gear underscore three zero and uh check out our youtube videos sweet thanks for joining us we'll see you on the next episode